Hello, and welcome to today's Unpacked Short. I'm Charlie Pickles, and I am joined as ever by Peter Franklin. Hello. Hello, Peter. Today, we are talking about vanilla liberalism, which is a great title uh, because it links to ice cream, which we will come on to explain to our listeners. Um, but the, the full title of the piece is Vanilla Liberalism is Past Its Sell-By Date. So, Peter, what are we talking about here? Well, we're talking in the first instance about the results of the local elections um, earlier this month, in which Labour didn't do nearly as well as they expected to. And this has led to a bit of soul-searching among the Corbynite community, if we can call them that, in which some of them are realising that perhaps they need to reach out to the centre, to people that haven't so far been... Um, enthused by Jeremy Corbyn and um, all of the activities surrounding him and momentum, etc. And among them, amazingly, is Paul Mason, very much a man of the left, who suggests that, yes, we, Labour Party, need to find some way of reaching out to not just to London and the big cities, but to Middle England and to England's flyover country, if you like. And this is interesting, as you say, because Paul Mason um, is probably quite radical um, on the left, um, certainly not not kind of new Labour, certainly not sort of centrist himself. Yes. And he's recognised that there is this challenge and, as you say, kind of the, the Corbyn platform has worked well in in what I suppose we might describe as more kind of city centres, the kind of global sort of parts, the more um, kind of liberal communities, uh, socially liberal communities, yes. um, but not so much around the rest of the country. But how far is it really realistic for Corbyn and the current Labour Party to shift itself to a place in which it would be able to attract more centrist voters, given who its supporters are, and I'm thinking in particular um, Momentum. Yes, well, of course, Momentum are, though, a very numerous um, uh, membership organisation, represent actually a small slice of Labour's electorate. So let's not forget that, that, you know, most Labour voters are a lot more moderate than Momentum are. Um, However, you've got a point because this has been um, taken by some commentators as a kind of... um, delayed appreciation of what Tony Blair achieved. And uh, in particular, I'm thinking of Tom Peck in The Independent, who uh, refers to something called median voter theory, which is that um, basically elections are won from the centre, that a party can or a party leader can get prominent by being radical, but if he or she actually wants to win power and win a majority, uh, then they have to tack towards the centre. But this, I mean, this is particularly interesting um, and challenging, given that you know Ed Miliband was arguably going more for the centre, um, although actually had quite a sort of radical um, manifesto or kind of policy um, perspective. And yet Corbyn very much didn't go for the centre and has been far more successful electorally than Ed Miliband was. Yes. And I think we can take that as some evidence that medium voter 
um, theory no longer works. Um, and to explain that, I think we should look at something that's given us an illustration of uh, median voter. This theory, is where we come back is, to the vanilla. That's right, vanilla ice cream. Uh, imagine two ice cream sellers on a long beach, right? And there's people strung out all, all along the beach, right? Now, where do you think, Charlie, the two ice cream vans should park themselves to well, to, to maximise the number of customers they get. Well, I'm assuming that, that the answer is going to be kind of quite evenly split so that, you know, one gets 50% and the other gets 50%. But actually, yes. um, there's surely a kind of big part in the middle that could go either way. Well, you know, the, the what would be the most convenient thing for the people from the beach is if actually one of them parks, say, a quarter of the way from the end of one end of the beach and the other one sort of towards the other ends and that way everyone along the whole beach is as about as you know you've got maximum nearness to these ice cream vans what actually happens and this happens on streets for instance as well is that the two vendors go to the middle now that's because if one of them plonks if they if they're both at either ends then there's an advantage to one of them creeping towards the middle because then they begin to encroach on the other one's territory and the ones and the and the customers they're leaving behind at the far end of the beach well you know they're not going to go anywhere else because there's you no know, alternative there's no alternative right so what that means is that both of them gradually inch towards the middle until they're actually right next to one another. And the customers at the far ends have to travel all the way to the middle to get their ice creams, right? And so the idea, that's the idea why parties, um, in a two-party system anyway, kind of, when it comes to the election, they go to the middle because that they can maximise their exposure to more and more um, beaches and their sort of core supporters that you know more towards one extreme they don't have any choice I class myself as probably quite discerning uh, ice cream uh, uh, consumer I'm a big fan of ice cream and actually I would probably go to both of them to test them and then I would no matter how much further I had to walk I would go to the vendor that I felt had the highest quality ice cream and I wonder whether there is a sort of uh, a link to my approach to ice cream, uh, to actually people's approach to political parties. And, and perhaps that's a nice segue, Peter, into the three points that you make in your Unpacked, where you're arguing that actually, you know, this, this whole analogy doesn't work anymore because actually people aren't in the centre. Okay, <clears throat> well, there's three reasons why it doesn't work. First of all, you can't guarantee there's only going to be two parties. As soon as you have three vendors, the, the equilibrium that drags everyone to the middle no longer um, obtains. And that, so those people yes. on the extremes that didn't have an alternative may well have another alternative yeah, now. Yeah, a sort of third ice cream seller, sort of, or a fourth one, says, I'm going to cater for the people at the extremes. A UKIP or yes. a Green Party or a whatever it might be. That's right. So, you know, that's one reason why it doesn't work any anymore, because, you know, these disruptive parties, these new parties are more common than they used to be. Um, the second reason is, well, this beach is a, a kind of one-dimensional 
thing, sort of from left to right. That's not how politics works anymore. There's more than one spectrum. Yeah, there's the left-right economic spectrum, but as we know, there's that kind of traditional versus progressive cultural spectrum as well. The ins and the, and the outs, the somewheres and the nowheres, all of that business. Um, and that means that people that think they're in the middle, and they might be on economic questions, actually might be right at the extreme on one of the other big questions. So you've got a lot of centrist Remainers who want to overturn the Brexit referendum, for instance. That's quite an extreme position. And, you know, these people might think of themselves, you know, at the Blairite centre, but actually a lot of, the, a lot of their... Of the, of, the, of the voters might think, oh, actually, these people don't represent me at all. So that doesn't work anymore. Either. And this is, the, this is the political compass idea that actually you've written about before, Peter, and we'll pop a link up on the That's site right. so people can read that as well. And then you have a third reason. The third reason is that uh, this whole ice cream model um, assumes that people are evenly distributed across the beach. Actually, they're not. Um, a lot of evidence shows that however you want to draw the political spectrum, people aren't sort of evenly distributed. It's a cluster. Yes. So a lot of people can be ignored up, a, up at a far end. Um, and, you know, people like Donald Trump found these voters and uh, became president, won elections because they did. There we go then. So uh, ice cream. Radical left, political compass, all sorts in that unpacked today. Um, but I think the conclusion ultimately is that the kind of framework, political framework we've been used to uh, viewing the world through no longer really stands and tracking to the middle isn't going to be the answer for uh, political parties looking to win over the hearts and minds of the electorate. Thank you very much, Peter. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, thank you, James, for producing this. If you haven't already subscribed to our podcast, please do so. Um, we have our latest audio documentary out uh, this week on China and trade, so give that a listen. And we hope you tune in next time.